0: Education news from around the nation. If
1: you want to know what's good, look at Oklahoma. We'll be right back. And we're back. First story comes to us from the Dallas Express, the People's Paper. And it talks about a sixth grader allegedly assaults kindergartners. Okay, so that's a very provocative uh, headline on there, but there's a lot to pick into this story that involves a lot of things. So keeping that in mind, let's talk about the article.
0: (laughs) I wanna know why there was a sixth grader left alone with kindergartners with no adults. Yeah. Okay, I think those are the right questions, yes? Well, that's the that's okay. right question. That's yeah. the right question. So why would a sixth grader be in this? So evidently there's these incidents that happened at Amy Parks uh, Heath Elementary School during 2021 to 2022 school year, and the parents didn't find out about anything.
1: Well, it actually started with good intentions, I think. The school wanted to start a program, it's an elementary school, they wanted to start a program that that utilized the services of the sixth graders to give them more responsibility, to give them a, a something that they could be proud of by helping to teach the younger people at the school. So it was kind of a tutoring program almost for the younger the younger age levels by the sixth graders. Well, on the surface, that sounds like a great thing, but obviously, it wasn't well managed and wasn't rolled out correctly to create an environment where this could have occurred. Well, for some I, reason,
0: one of the one well one of the kindergarteners, one of the boys, went home and told his family. And his family went, wait a minute, and went back to the school with this information, and what resulted was this investigation. And when they that became a problem because nobody told the the rest of the parents. So all of a sudden, as they're having this investigation, more and more people are coming forward, and it's like, well, wait a minute, why didn't you tell me this was a concern? Why didn't you, you know, instead of covering it up? And what it comes down to is there was no protocol for what happens if this happens. I think that's a good message for all of us to be paying attention. To because our youth are over-sexualized. And unintended do do?
1: consequences of good things. I mean, it, it was a good thing that they really wanted to try and do, but but you have to follow through and sometimes the unintended consequences will nip you in the butt.
0: Well, unintended consequences. Here's a story out of the Declaration of North America. Did you know that happened? Did you know on January 10th on whitehouse.gov the Declaration of North America called the DNA happened? What is this all about?
1: Yeah, it says uh, the three leaders of the countries Biden, Trudeau, and who's the last guy? Manuel Lopez Obrador. Obrador. They decided we have a lot of, unique history together with each one of us, and therefore we're gonna put a lot of time, effort, and money to create a a different look at how we uh, cultivate our people, uh, invigorate them, give them Different paths to it's follow. Called I mean, it's called fortify. They're going to fortify. Very, very flowery yes. uh, word salad. Look at what they're going to do.
0: Six, uh, six, very six, six things, and I think it's interesting uh, when we look at our borders because we don't really
1: diversity, equity, and inclusion what? of outcome. Oh, interesting.
0: Uh, well, uh, also they across six pillars. Yes, the DEI, but then climate change and the environment, competitiveness, migration, and development, health, and regional security. I find this very interesting because neither the border on the South side or the North side of the United States of America is being protected and there are problems on both sides. And you think, well, wow, Mm -hmm. there's problems on both sides. Now, are there problems? This is what makes me question what I hear and what I see because it looks to me like these guys are working together already. And when we start looking at what the sustainable development goals are with the United Nations agenda, the idea isn't that we have separate countries, it's that we have a global order of Kind things. of a mono country. Kind of a big globalization yeah. and, and where they move, certain I've districts have mono. certain things. Uh, well, it's interesting because these are the pieces. So we're gonna share the link in the description box below if you're watching the OBBM Network News on a Rumble chan- channel. And I strongly urge you to become informed with some of these things that are going on on that level. Um, Coming back to Texas.
1: Yeah, some time ago we did a story about uh, Illinois and the fact in their school systems, they had 53 schools throughout the state of Illinois. A bunch of them were in Chicago alone, but 53 schools where the students, they didn't have one single student that graduated or that could read at level in either math or reading. And that was a big thing. It involved tens of thousands of students. Well, people are always kind of justifying their actions. Yeah, but what about you? So this story is all about, I think, what about you? Texas high school that only has 30, it's one high school, it's 33 students in total for the entire class, but they only had five seniors that met the graduation requirements, so they canceled graduation. Is that a good thing? All things stinks. Why, why couldn't you teach 33 kids enough To graduate, that's a bad thing.
0: Now, the state of our education... Does it equal
1: the state of Illinois or the state of condition of our education as the United States as a whole? No. I don't know if we need to highlight it, but... It is what it is. You
0: know, we do need to pay attention to all these. Well, and I think, and I think you would finally, you'd find some agreement and consensus with Lynn Davenport with Social Impact Podcast, Definitely. or you and, you uh, and Black, Blackman right? with you and me in the ISD, that the, when we're not focused on academics, this is what happens. So mm-hmm. are they gonna be the employees of the future because they adhere to things that are not um so academic. They,
1: so they couldn't read or write, they couldn't graduate, but they probably used the right pronouns. So it depends on I don't
0: what's know. What's your term but of this? Because I don't know enough about right? that particular story. I do know that across the board if a, if a young person can read, well, then they can educate themselves and they cannot be held in bondage because they are capable of reading and learning and thinking and putting thoughts together and having an imaginative creative process. Yeah. If they're taught math, they know how to be a problem solver and an and actual science, right? I mean, you can actually, the, all those pieces are so, so important. What about history? That's a core academic, uh, you know, and- This is
1: such a, this is, the reason why we devote so much energy to it here at OBBM is because this is a fundamental thing. It, it's going to shape the future for our country yeah. and for the world. Education cannot be discussed uh, uh, in, in, a, in a such a manner that we don't talk about the future for it. So uh, we're going to break, take a quick break. We'll be right back with more on education.
2: Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Amanat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727-314-2534. We hope to see you here to train.
0: Multiple streams of income are the local business owner's new protection against inflation. If you enjoy sharing health insights and helping others live their healthiest lifestyle possible, you can create wealth for yourself and your family by doing what you love to do every day. Call 469-939-8933. Discover how to incorporate additional financial revenue into your love of health and wellness and the work you're already doing. Using your time wisely and leveraging networks you already work with. Ready to learn more? Join the Wellness Institute's Corolla Bradas, subject of the book, Look Beyond Tomorrow, to help even more people realize their potential and achieve their health goals. Build a side business with products sourced in North America and protect your bottom line. Call 469-939-8933 today. That's 469-939-8933. Call now. So you were mentioning Oklahoma earlier.
1: Well, I just said, you know, look at Oklahoma. It's kind of a bright spot for me in education, coming back from what we were talking earlier about education. And, and there's a lot of things to look at that are bad, but I think there's a lot of good things to look at that might be good as well. And, and we've discussed this particular issue. So the, the article says Oklahoma enacts universal school choice. With the subheading, it shouldn't just be for the rich or those who can afford it. So Agreed. we've talked about school choice a lot. And that maybe it is not what it's all cracked up to be. But the one statement I did like in here is that they included private and homeschool tax credits so that they would be available to people to homeschool or do private. I think
0: it's super important. Let homeschoolers, because I'm not a big proponent of the charter school movement. I think there's a place for it. And I certainly saw that in my own family, right? There's a place for where you might need that. Um, but there is a difference in the governance, and this is one of those things that they talk about. With a public school, the idea behind a public school, the, the governance of that with a school board, board of trustees, um, you should be able to take your grievance and that should file, um, that's First Amendment, right? The gr- grievance and redress. You should be able to take, you ought to be able to go and and fight for yourself. Fight it's a for your family. Public university
1: or right? public situation paid for. By you ought public to be funds. able to
0: do that uh, with, with a charter school. Now you don't have that. It's not that. That's kind of baked into the whole charter school system. Is we will take your child and we'll educate them this way. And so you need to be very informed about what that choice is that you're making. Yeah. The homeschool area, I strongly support because it's so much better than when I was a young a young person. It's a lot more resources available um, there to there than there used to be, yeah. and there are so many te- so many uh, the way we can be more elastic. We understand now because of the lockdowns, yeah. we understood that there's things that you can be teaching children uh, through your, your garden and through uh, field think, trips. I that think, that I as think, a, I think yeah.
1: competition is good. And I think all this kind of stuff, maybe it's not in a business setting, but com- competitively, we need to be looking at education like anything else. We need to pay for the best. Right. We need to right. We need to strive for the best, not just what's cheapest or available. And every time we we make more choice for the consumer, me as a parent putting my kid in there, I am the consumer in this case. If you give me more choices, then those choices are ultimately, hopefully gonna be better and we will place them where they need to be. So I'm, I'm in favor of what they did and I'm, I'm, I like to see what that's going
0: towards. Now Texas is actually, um they're talking about putting the Ten Commandments back in the school, and when we were doing the briefing, we kind of got into a little debate about whether and what the importance of that yeah. um, and I'm not sure where on that public school setting I can see where people might have a problem with it. I just know that those core values enshrined in the Ten Commandments are really they're, they're just a good moral code that I, that certainly don't hurt uh, no, and my yeah.
1: argument was not not for or against the Ten Commandments as a as a as a thing. It was more for they should have the choice. I mean, again, back to our, our situation with the parents and the local communities. If you have a very religious community and, and they all want that in there, they shouldn't be prevented from having yeah. the Ten Commandments on their campus. So I think it should just be something that is Again, we're back to this mandated issue. No, well, no Ten Commandments at any well, school. You and I, you have, have, a, the, you I don't have, have the a authority problem. to do that.
0: I do have a problem with that. And so we're in agreement there because, you know, why not let the chips fall where they may? Yeah. Why not go ahead and have some of the schools where the community says, you know what, I would like this reinforced where it's in the classrooms? And if that's the case, what if there's a significant difference between the schools that do and the schools that don't? I and think me, talk about science, folks. That's I mean, now with my uh, school yeah.
1: choice Award, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have to go over here that doesn't choose to put that on there. I kind of like this one over here that does choose to put it hmm. over there, so I can take my, my school choice money and now I put it over there. So yeah, I just think That's all a, this stuff yeah. is it all kind of relates back to fewer regulations, fewer issues with that, and get back to letting the market kind of drive it, whatever that market does. Now, this
0: next story I think is really important. It comes to us out of uh, Community Impact Magazine um, because the Richardson's, which is home to my family, so our kids are RISD, and um, in that space, what I I. I'm so blown away that when, I, I feel like there's a, a little too much muscle going on in, on that school board um, in ways Baleen that we don't see, well. Um, Trying to get their way. Kind well, of they certainly hold their seat. And I, I think, I, I find that we're, there a lot of us are not represented on that seat. And I'd like to kind of, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd really like to see some reevaluation of how yeah. all those things are going down. Because what I don't think makes sense, is if you position these people on the board of trustees and then you pay a superintendent out the yin-yang, uh, which is, is mind boggling how, how much they make. Up to a million
1: dollars a year in some cases, it, not this particular talk- one. Of um, all of the different yeah,
0: advantages, yeah. right? You're looking at a combined total that can be quite amazing. Yeah. That are, So how is it that your tax dollars, which is the largest part of your property tax bill, why would you have to outsource uh, to engage to learn, uh, with a, So you get another organization, you get a consultant. A, a public-private partnerships, right? Public is my tax dollars, private is how they're gonna spend it with a private company that's gonna come in and say, you know, we're gonna help you decide what is a graduate profile. I got a problem with the language um, because the idea and the premise is we are gonna have this, um, we are producing a product in the school system for, and they'll flat say that, they are producing a product for the community. So we have to create this environment for them so that when this product comes up, they can be useful in the community. And I think you're missing the entire point of chi- of a child having critical thinking skills and growing up into this world yeah, I to I thought it create. was about
1: producing well-rounded individuals.
0: Yeah, that they could you know, be independent Selenium. and successful on their own merit. So I, I'd like us to be looking a little bit closer at what, what your school district is doing to bring in these other other groups that are going to tell them okay we're going to help you develop a graduate profile and then go back into the language of that and go okay is that really where we need to well, be Well they
1: say it's designed to empower students
0: well, there's- Nobody wants to
1: argue with that, right? Yeah. You don't want them not to be empowered, right, do you? Right,
0: right. Let's empower them with education. Yeah. Let's go ahead and make let's sure empower we're empower them with education. Let's empower them that? with actual academic education that allows them the freedom to think for themselves and come to really great conclusions. And then maybe help us see how to solve some of the things we messed up.
1: <laughs> More to <laughs> cover. More to cover. We'll be right back.
2: JR here with the Veterans Ranch. We provide equine therapy services to veterans and their families in Florida and the great state of Texas, and it's always free of charge. Equine therapy is very special in that it helps veterans build a bond of trust with an animal inherently born not to trust anyone. This helps them release burdens and walk off a new and improved version of themselves. Our veterans are suffering with PTSD from their time in service. Sadly, the daily veteran suicide rate is on the rise and other veterans are struggling with the transition from military to civilian life. The Veterans Ranch is here to serve these veterans and their families through these issues for as long as they need us. Your call to action today is to go to theveteransranch.org and hit that donate button and make a one time or monthly pledge. Your precious gifts will relocate our headquarters to North Texas so we can serve five to 10,000 Texas veterans and their families each year. Thank you for your support, theveteransranch.org, theveteransranch.org.
0: Oklahoma
1: <laughs> again yeah, again in the same newscast twice in one day uh, but Oklahoma again the uh, the state superintendent of Oklahoma, that's the educational state superintendent is really trying to make a change in education and I and I just can't applaud him more for doing what he's doing. in this particular story we're talking about how teachers unions are affecting, How education is being handled in America. I'm all for teachers getting compensated for what they do, but but I see in recent years, beginning on a federal level where they're targeting us by FBI terrorist (laughs) organization studies, that that the unions might be having something else at stake here rather than the the welfare of our kids.
0: Oh, you said stake. Do you think or it's we're possible? Sta- we're stakeholders, aren't we? Uh, do you think it's possible that this whole stakeholder mentality is happening with with our unions where there's betting on behavioral change of an entire yeah. community, let yep. alone a nation? Yep, uh, that's quite amazing and and quite possible. Um, you know, this next story comes to us from also the Dallas Express. Um, there's a tax break going on, so Fort Worth, it, and you just need to know this because if we're not talking about this scenario, I think we're we're very ignorant. Um, but we've got we've got. And this land. is not just
1: obviously right. the story is about Fort Worth and it's about here in Texas, but the reason we're highlighting this story is this one goes on across America. Yes, this is what happens with particularly with. Cities and smaller cities, when they are uh, sandbagged by a large corporation that comes in and and, and they throw around terms like "we're going to add a new tax base," I'm not sure and we're gonna that, that emphasis was and accurate,
0: and, though, Larry, because is it sandbagged? Because as cities have economic development uh, co- corporations well, that are actively looking for no, how do I bring those corporations into but my city? they are, I'm but not they're sure sandbagged with the fact that
1: they're sandbagged with the fact that they are diluted. With uh, the enticement that they're going to bring uh, tens of thousands of jobs, because they're going to benefit the community, right? They're going to benefit the community, and and sometimes the the ratio of tax break dollar to what we actually realize in community benefit. Is far and again ridiculous. And I would so say
0: frequently. That yeah, is actually frequently. If we're going to give somebody in this
1: case a, a yeah. tax break that equates to four hundred million dollars. I mean, woo. and we're going to supply a hundred jobs. Yeah, I think those are pretty expensive jobs. Just give me the money.
0: You know, yeah. um, that's interesting, and that's right. You know, a lot of times we need to really even look at what the, the what the community wants. Fort Worth has a flavor. I love Fort Worth, it's one of my favorite communities. I think it's a darling town. There's a huge difference between Fort Worth and Dallas just in the culture of both of those communities. I happen to think networking, uh, Fort Worth and, and the HEB area, some of the friendliest people I've ever met. Um, and so, I, and they're active and they're participating. And I'm very curious to see more discussion on this particular side. Does Fort Worth want this? Or well, that's, do we that's have- a, That's right? a
1: planning and zoning question. And, and you gotta be, you know, when we talk about like, when we talk about a city and all the different departments within a city, each department handles certain applications, uh, jobs that are in the city. And planning and zoning is one of those that helps determine what type of development do we want for our city? So if you get people that are serving there, and all these typically are non-compensated positions. These are just people that are volunteering. So if the people that are volunteering are have a way of, of thinking that big development is the way forward for this city, then you're going to get more of these types of programs. Did you are,
0: realize this was a 15-year uh, plan?
1: Well, it's not this stuff doesn't I mean, happen tomorrow no I mean, but it, it doesn't
0: take 15 years to create some of this stuff so well, there's a divided, lot more in it so here's it, what it they do it's, it's a
1: long-ranging program Be,
0: because they'll come back yeah. next year or the year after and go wait a minute now we need a little bit more nowhere need to add to this and that is so highlighted and i wonder if that's our next story like what's happening here in dallas um, no it's not in this particular episode but you know what if you're already going to put millions of dollars in over here. And you, pretty soon they go, wait a minute, we need to, we, we need more bonds. And in a couple years, your city comes back to you and goes, you know, we really wanna do this. We're gonna need additional this. And now the environment's changed and now we need
1: this. Yeah, because they, yeah. again, it's how it's so they, they keep worded coming So initially they just needed a tax break. But now once the thing gets under development, now they realize they're they're short on actual development money. But we can still continue to move forward on the program. All we need you to do is float a bond for us yeah. so that we can borrow money at a decent rate. And so, you don't mind doing this, that, do you? So no. now we've got the city that's floating a bond, now they're not just touched. But I want to so also
0: much. point out that some of what the cities are doing uh, comes back into uh, these next two stories as we close out this episode. Because if we have a situation where we're bringing in all of these illegal immigrants into our community, and by the way, Governor Hochul in, in New York, she's excited about it. She's saying, hey, these people can't wait to work. Yeah. Bring them in. Let's put them to work, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you've got this whole business where in Colorado, what did they accidentally... they accidentally uh Re- sent postcards to 30,000 non-citizens, encouraging them to vote. And you can believe what you want with a database glitch that would cause that to happen. Yeah, and you start going, "Okay, wait a minute. Pay attention to the city discussion that's happening near you, because I know in our city, when we just did the mayor's uh, the debate for for who we would elect for mayor, the panel there, the, the discussion was, you know, we're expecting 11 million new residents into our city uh, by 2035 now where are they getting this figure so they're because of this idea that they know and by the way most of these cities have signed on to the united nations sustainable development goal you can find that in, uh, your, your information listed on the ICLI website iclea uh, and find out if your city is, has signed up for this because if they have, they're looking at this idea that that mainly these are going to be multifamily residential areas, moving everybody uh, into one one area. This is a, 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 a way of controlling humanity. We're, we're that familiar is with in that
1: in Texas. We herd works. cattle into a pen. Yeah, because it's easier to control. Yeah, it kind of. T- are so we being you're going to it into a well. Are hour? we,
0: or are these people that are coming in that are going to be the great workers? Yeah. You know, what is that great? I, I just think there should be a little more people that are understanding, maybe look at what's going on with our city planning and zoning and go, hey, wait a minute is that the direction that we really want for our community? Because it looks good and it looks, you're, not enough people, I think, are really looking at the implications of some of the choices that we're making that could very well be well-rooted in, and decisions made a long time ago. And with that, thank you for joining us today for the OBBM Network News. Remember to subscribe on our Rumble channel. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5 5 and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV, and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV.
1: Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media.
0: Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program.
1: And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the five, 10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.